Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from longtime friend of the show, Miro the Mechanic. And he writes, Greetings again, Tosh Mafuni. Great news. The Volpera have officially joined the Horde. As such, I am free and relatively safe to explore Azeroth and help out as an adventurer and hero, while gaining first-hand knowledge of many subjects, of course. And I can now do it without having to sneak around, use disguises, or rely on sometimes undependable transporter technology. There's much I plan to see and do, but I will still try to stop by the lazy turnip inn every once in a while. It'll be much easier for me than before, now that I'll have full access to the Orgrimmar portal room. Even with a growing library, the Half-Hill Report let me hear of people, places, and stories I wouldn't have otherwise known. When I felt trapped here in Voldoon, Half-Hill Report not only entertained me, but it helped me feel like I was seeing the world beyond my dunes. For that, I am very grateful. Keep up the great work, Tosh. I did think of a question, too. I was inspired by your reports of the mighty Mushans and recommended to the caravan that some of them could try to form a team of our own. Maybe call it the Voldoon Vultures. <laughs> that's, that's fun. But I realize sports isn't really my subject. Could you explain how the game is played? Free Voldoon, and of course, free Pandaria. Sincerely, your number one Volpera fan, Miro the Mechanic. Well, Miro, it's great to hear from you. And we're really glad that our little program brought you some happiness there in Voldoon. Hey, and as far as the game, you'll have no doubt heard that Jan Ironchin, former starting left inside strongback for the Mighty Mushans, will be joining our show as our sports reporter. And I'm sure he'll give all of our listeners a good primer on the game. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. The Half-Hill Report has received confirmation from Pandaren leadership that... At the present time, the invasion of the Black Empire is limited to the Vale of Eternal Blossoms and Uldum. Champions throughout Azeroth are converging on these regions to confront the invasion. Aided by Magni Bronzebeard, Rathion, Highkeeper Raden, and the Titanic Watcher Mother, champions are being dispatched to these two assault zones to confront the forces of the Black Empire. These brave champions, aided by Rathion, are also voluntarily entering into the horrific visions, seeking knowledge and artifacts that will aid in the battle against the Black Empire and Nazoth. Residents are urged to pay attention to travel advisories from Pandaren leadership on when it is safe to travel to the Vale. The current travel advisory is for the Western Vale, where a manted swarm is underway. Residents are cautioned that travel to this area is extremely unsafe. In happier news, Half Hill Agricultural College is very pleased to announce that Assistant Professor Talib has been promoted 
to associate professor with tenure in the Department of Biological and Ecological Bioresource Engineering and Technology program. Thanks to a very generous grant from the Tillers, Talib will be continuing her research into farming technology and social change. Congratulations, Professor Talib. I just wonder if she's still going to be my faculty advisor. Hey folks, you don't need to be as smart as a tenured professor to know that the best deals for your home, garden, and farm can be found with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Spring planting season is not that far off, so make sure you've stocked up on the supplies you'll need. Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. It's time now for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch. Sponsored by Nessingwari Safari. Well, it's pretty likely that based on what we heard from Eamon the last time, that he's in the thick of the war. So let's hear what he's up to. Hello, lad. And greetings from Ramkahen in Uldum. Right now I'm there with a force of irregulars battling with the Black Empire forces. I tell ya, I've served in some pretty awful places, but between the Akir, the Amethet, the Black Empire forces, and the bloody sand getting into everything. This may be the worst I've been in. But some of the other champions here have told me about the goings-on in the Chamber of the Heart. And let me tell you, Boyo, it chilled me to the bone. They tell me that Rathion is sending champions into these deadly, horrific visions, and they sound just awful. I know I'll have to go assist with this soon but I'm not looking forward to seeing what might become of Stormwind if Nazoth, curse his name, has his way. In the meantime, we're fighting the good fight here. Right now, we need to make sure that the Amethet don't gain control of the Forge of Origination. I don't know about you, lad, but I don't like the idea of someone pressing the reset button on the whole bloody planet. Now, if you'll excuse me, I gotta get the sand out of me boots. Keep the home fires burning, lad. Thanks, Eamon. And thanks to all of the champions out there fighting to protect our beautiful world from the Black Empire and all others who would do us harm. Dwarven Dispatches is brought to you by Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, Azeroth's annual celebration of the wisdom of its honored elders the Lunar Festival is underway, so we hope you have a chance to join in over the next two weeks. And it's not too late to start thinking about the Love is in the Air Festival, which is just around the corner. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, how are you doing? Have you heard from Daolin? Hey there, Tosh. Yes, Demesis went to see her at Shadowpen Garrison, and she is okay. But very busy training Shadowpen for to combat the Black Empire. But thanks to Naru, she is safe. Oh, that's that's good to hear. And um, Demesis? Uh, Demesis has joined the champions fighting in the Vale. She comes home every couple of days to check on Alice and to rest between assaults. You know, Demesis is soldier, so I am thinking she is very happy to be back in action. And how is Alice handling all of this? Well, 
Alice is very scared for Dowlin and Demesis. As war orphan, she knows what can happen to families during wartime. Ah, oh, Valmec, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's gotta be really hard for all of you. Yes, Tosh, it is. But that is why I take Alice with me this week to report on something much happier and peaceful. The Lunar Festival. Oh, really, that's, that's great. And honestly, I'm sure our listeners could use a break from all the war news, too. So, tell us all about it. Okay. So, first I am thinking that best place to go is most peaceful place I can think of outside of Hefil, Moonglade. You know I have done the report on Moonglade already, so I won't repeat that here. But Alice loved seeing this lovely night elf village, and all the peoples there were very nice to her, especially Valadar Starsong, who gave her very pretty crown of flowers and dress special for Lunar Festival. <laughs> you know, it sounds like Alice charms just everybody she meets. Of course, why not? She is just like her daddy. Oh, heh, just kidding. Anyway, we spend little time in Moonglade, which Alice liked very much, talking to peoples there about Lunar Festival and celebration of elders. So, Alice and I decide to go visit some of nearby elders, and first place we go is Winter Spring and Goblin Village of Everlook. Really, a goblin village, huh? Well, I'm sure when Rizak hears about that, he'll be pleased. What did Alice think of it? You know, she met Rizak when he came for Wintervale party. And she thinks he is very cute and sweet. So she was excited to meet more goblins and an elder. <laughs> I'm not sure how Rizak would feel about being called cute, but I'm glad she likes him. So did you meet one of the elders? Yes. There we meet Elder Stonespire, a very noble torrent. Alice was a little afraid of him at first because he is so big. But he tell her of how in past they lived for the hunt and for honor. And then he gave her a pretty coin and an elder's moonstone so that she can make ring of light just like one he was standing in. Wow, what a wonderful gift. Yes, I just wish she wouldn't use it while I'm trying to sleep. It's a pretty bright light. Anyway, while we are there, we do stop into Inn, the Laughing Yeti. And, Tush, what do you think happened? Um, you had some nice food and it was a good place to rest? Ah, oh, Tush, are you trying to get me to do Inn review again? No, no, not at all. Besides, you already reviewed that Inn. Okay, so, like I am telling you, while we are there, Alice sees these two little winter spring cubs in corner of inn. Oh no. Yes, and it turns out that human female there, Michelle Deram, is selling them as pets. Ah, uh, Velmec, wouldn't a winter spring cub grow up to be... Winter spring tigers, yes. But, Tush, try to explain this to little girl. Oh, Velmec, you didn't. What, are you crazy? Of course I didn't. Daolin would kill me if I bring home Tiger Cub as pet. Well, Alice must have been pretty disappointed. A little, yes. But I explained to her that we can't bring home everything she sees as pet. But when she grow up and has place of her own, 
she can have as many pets as she wants. And Michelle Derham tell her that she can come back and visit cubs anytime she wants. Well, Velmic, it sounds like this was the perfect thing to do to take Alice's mind off the troubles. So, where to next week, my friend? So, Lunar Festival is going on for a couple of weeks, and I am thinking that it is good for Alice to join celebration of wisdom of elders. When we are in Moonglade, we get list of places to visit elders. And there is one in Goldshire, which Alice very much liked last time we went. So, this is where we plan to go. We'll look forward to hearing about it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tosh. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Whether you're a local, a regular visitor, or one of the champions in the region helping with the war effort, we hope you'll stop by and say hi. And when you do, make sure to order up a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for another exciting episode of The Amber Wasp. This week, wealthy Pandaren socialite Bo Greenflow dons his secret identity of the Amber Wasp, and he and his loyal Hosen companion, Joko, join forces with the Golden Lotus to root out Black Empire fifth columnist in Pandaria in the Amber Net. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.